Peace, love, and knowledge, and freedom. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. And also, welcome to the season finale of season nine, at least for the profane profundity side. You know, we still got one more for social conversations. But season nine is in the bag with this, and I feel like this is a great way to end it. And as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about deities, or deities, depending on how you pronounce it. Um, But we're going to be talking about deities today. And... Specifically, when we're talking about gods and devils, right? Reason why I want to have this conversation, because I feel like it's time. I feel like it's time. This is going to be a very adult conversation. This is not going to be something that can be diluted or can be sugar-coated in a way that makes you feel a type of way or makes you feel good about certain things. No, this is going to be an adult conversation as if I'm talking to adults, Right? The reason why I'm using adult like that is because religion is designed for children. (sighs) I know. So religion being designed for children, that means the understanding of God has been reduced to the simplicity of what a child can digest. So imagine that our elders, our adults are still understanding and processing the conceptualization of a deity through the lens of a child. That's why it's hard to separate fantasy and reality. That's why it's hard to know when things are in the spiritual realm and the physical realm. That's why it's hard to really know when the last days of the last days are. That's why it's hard to know if you're really the chosen people or not. That's why it's hard to understand anything about a religion and all of these other things that go into it. Periodically throughout the seasons, I've been giving you glimpses of this episode piece by piece. Um, But I think this one is going to be the first time it's a fluid, consistent coherent episode solely tied to deities you feel me not a little bit of information here and moving on to something else we're solely going to be talking about deities specifically the gods and the devils right this is not in any way shape or form to say you know go worship one or deny the other or leave it like no Mm-mm. 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 you need to understand what god and the devil are in you right one thing they don't teach us about deities, deities are, as I always say, the highest conceptualizations of the mind. They're gods in a sense. Another thing that they don't teach us is that when it comes to gods and shit, there is not one. There is not one deity. There is not one god in any culture or whatever the case may be. There is a deity that is acknowledged and there is one that is there is one that is accepted and one that is rejected. Right. Which is wild because neither are understood and you can't accept or reject anything until you have the understanding of it. Do you dig what I'm saying? And do you feel where I'm coming with that? If we're taught, because even in the Christian faith, they teach you to come as a child, even coming as you are. I'm going to talk about that, too, if I remember. But coming as you are has has a significance in this, too, that people fuck up with. And because they don't understand the duality, they choose to pick a side. You feel me? Some people decide I am going to be a follower of my deity and I'm going to shun the devil or whatever. And then some people say, you know, what, my deity did me dirty, so I'm going to follow the deity that is the dark force or whatever. And some people's life benefits. And, you know, we have situations where we say somebody sold their soul to the devil or whatever the case may be. All of those things are going to make sense with this episode. Okay. For one, you can't sell your soul. I don't think people understand what that really means. And because of the fantasy of it all, like when you're a kid, 
growing up in here, oh, they sold, they sold. You think somebody gave their vital, like put a price on it. They, they, you think somebody literally gave their vital essence to somebody. When I was young, I used to ask the older people, you used to say it all the time. I'm like, how do you sell your soul? Don't worry about it. You ain't going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it, but I would at least like to know how you know that it's a bad thing and it can be done. Nobody wanted to answer because it's just you as a kid and you do certain things they make you stay away from because they can't come to the reality of what it really means to sell your soul. To sell your soul means that you give up the essence. You substitute the essence of who you are to appease the world and make you know certain people comfortable. You dig what I'm saying? You have to look at it from a bigger a bigger bigger perspective of what it really means you know and because we sell our souls we sell our soul so easily we only think rappers and shit and musicians and black successful musicians are the ones who sell their soul nah to sell your soul means to compromise the integrity of the essence that is you this doesn't have to be no dark demonic shit this could be waking up every single day going to the job you know you hate this could be following a, a career path because a parent or somebody is going to be proud of you. This is people pleasing. All of this shit is the same shit, but it derives from the lack of understanding. When you've given up your soul, that means you are not respecting the essence that is you. You dig what I'm saying? And in not respecting the essence that is you, you go out into the world and you attach to shit that requires you, that you attach to shit that has only monetary value. This is why. When you're in a space, you know you sold your soul when the only thing that you can think about is I'm doing this for the money. You feel what I'm saying? Motherfuckers who put their who decided I'm gonna work 40 years at the same job, same pay, know that they sold their soul a long time ago for the hopes of a pension. You feel what I'm saying? To sell your soul is the price that you're willing to accept to eliminate or extinguish your essence. You feel me? This means when you go in an academia, you you was raised in a pro-black house, but then when you go out in academia and shit, you eventually fall off of that. And then you start losing. You start like that selling your soul. You your fire can't continue. When you gotta dress a certain way, wear your hair a certain way, speak a certain way, articulate yourself a certain way, you gotta code switch, you sold your soul and you succumb to the reality of deities, gods, and devils. But before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore seen underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Now this episode with the podcast itself. And as always, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. You know the vibes. And that's that for this, and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to dive into deities, gods, and devils. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add the Soul for L series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags, Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. 
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to go ahead and dive straight into the shit. All right, so deities, as I already defined, is the deities as we know them today are supernatural, are unseen supernatural forces that control a specific aspect of reality or a creation or something like that, right? When we look at God, the word God as a name, as a title, as an entity, they made sure to give us God as a general thing. You had the God, but they don't never tell you what the name is because the reason why they never told black people what the name of our God was that they gave us was because our people already understood the conceptualization of deities, right? You study any African civilization's ancient history, there was never a conceptualization of the devil. There was only an expression of the duality of God. I'm going to say that again. There was never a conceptualization of the devil. There was only the duality of a God, right? Which is the highest conceptualization of the mind. When we look at, when we go back to Kemet, when we go back to um, Nubia Kush, when we go back to all of these different places and we look at their conceptualization of the devil and God, they didn't really have one. They understood, respected the forces of nature and they named them, right? So now we have to look at what the forces of nature are. Forces of nature are simply the seven elements, in addition to a few other things that we're not going to get into, but the seven elements in ether, right? So it's eight in all, the chaos, you feel me? That's that's what they call the Ogdod or the um, Ennead, the eight. There's always been some kind of eight parallelism in um, the universe. Excuse me. And the reason why the eight is so important because it's based off the four. This is not no super, super woke shit, but this is simple, right? The four foundational elements of creation are air, fire, water, and earth. Everything has duality, which means air, fire, and water. Earth both have a light side and they have a dark side, which means there's a God and there's a devil tied to the energy of air, fire, water, and earth, right? Even though I'm using those four elements, there's seven total air, fire, water, earth, sound, light, and thought. Those are the seven elements. So you got to understand there's God thoughts and there's devil thoughts. There's God light. There's devil light. There's um, God sound. There's devil sound. There's air sound. There's water sound. You feel what I'm saying? There's an element associated with the duality, right? When we live in a world that, and this is one of the reasons why, you know, when, it, when you look at the culture of the people, right? The most, the heaviest religious people are black people. Right now, religion doesn't teach you the duality of the supernatural. It teaches you the singularity and only focus on the singularity while the whole thing tells you it's a dual nature situation. And God is devil. Devil is God. They're not separate entities. They're dualities of each other. This is why God will never be the devil. Because the story ends when he does. The story can't end because it's letting you know this is an ongoing story between good and evil, between light and dark, between all these forces, between the mirror image of the self. That's it. That's what all of this was supposed to represent, right? So the reason why I use those four elements, because y'all know Yad, Heh, Vav, Heh, Air, Fire, Water, and Earth are the four letters that make up the word, the, act, the consonants of the word Jehovah. It's a reason for that, because now when you know that Jehovah means and it denotes the elements, right? Now you can see, now it goes now multiple layers when you hear in the book, it says, God said, let us create man in our image and likeness. Now I understand why it's plural. 
just like in the Quran when it says we created man from the dirt or the clay or some shit like that. But we, they always use it in plural because it's denoting the elements and it's denoting the duality of deities, the duality of deity. You feel me? This is heavy because we got to look at it. When they colonize, they give everybody a God because we're going to tell you where we, we're colonizing you to control your mind. Mind control is easy when you have deity. When you mind control is easier when you have deities involved. But then when you make these deities, you personify them. One thing about personification of deities was something that our ancestors started, but they only, and this is where I'm going with this as far as the children's side. The ancestors only started that because that was how they taught children. No adult, that's why I was saying at the beginning, this is an adult conversation. No adult should continue to believe in a religion, a God or a deity or anything the same way they did when they were a child. However, we live in a world that motherfuckers still believe the exact same way they did when they were a kid. How does that make sense? That means you didn't think about anything. That means you violated the rule of meditating on a, on a word day and night. You weren't meditating on it. You feel what I'm saying? But since you were a kid, you followed the same the ideology the same way and you had the same understanding. Now you're an adult and you still have that same understanding. This is what I'm saying. This is an adult conversation. The sole belief of it, the sole belief in a deity without under, without the sole belief in one deity, right? And we know that belief is the derivative of fear and faith. Now, when you have the fear and faith, but you fear the God and you have no you you have faith in God and you fear the devil you'll go towards what you don't understand and you'll stay away from what you don't so largely the devil becomes everything you don't understand and the God becomes everything you do you feel what I mean because it's the highest conceptualization of the minds now when you have the highest conceptualization of mind there's the highest conceptualization of mind that you have and that you don't have which is why fear and faith are what they are which both of those things are derivatives of belief they're catalyzed by, or they, they catalyze belief. Fear is going to make you go into the state of belief, but fear is going to make you avoid it. This is important because when they give you deity, they give you the deity. This is how you fuck your life up. They give you the good deity and not telling you that solely focusing on the good deity is what makes the bad deity busy. So you hear people all the time say the devil is busy and they always say shit like, oh my gosh, you know, the better you're doing in life, the more the devil try to attack you. You ever wonder why that's a thing? Because you don't understand the difference. You don't understand the conceptualization of God, the devils. <laughs> the universe will remain in balance at all times. Even when we think shit is imbalanced, it is balanced in the fucking universe. We may be on the wrong side of the balance. But the universe is balanced. That is very, very important to know. Because if you're living your life trying to be good, that's why a lot of bad shit keeps coming to you. And then you ever wondered how people be like, yo, this motherfucker do nothing but grimy shit all day long and good shit keep happening to him. Hmm. They're creating a world that has to be balanced. They're going to get they just do. The shit going to come back to them. Don't get me wrong. But that is the reality. They're creating a harmonic function in the universe. That benefits them. They may be doing some wrong shit, but it works because now all that keeps happening is good. Like, for example, a thief is always going to find a lick. He's always going to find somebody to steal from. Right. There's always going to be somebody oblivious to steal from. Right. That's the bad side. So when it comes to the dark side, let's let's look at the devil side. Right. If you're looking at the devil side, 
it's like there's always going to be that person like it's going to be he's going to steal or whatever the case may be but it seems like he always has lick right but then on the other side of that you always have that oblivious person who doesn't think they can be stolen from because they're nice and they're good and they give to the world and all this other shit and then they're taken from and they can't figure out why ding here you go is because you won't acknowledge the natural balance of the universe and honor it now this is in no way shape or shape form or fashion implying that you should worship the devil or honor the devil or you should worship your gods any less this is saying have the equal respect into them as the energy that they are for what they are because now we have to go back to what deities originally were and how they even became to being labeled as real beings you feel what i'm saying so we all know that there's only one source you feel me? Regardless of how y'all feel about whether y'all think I'm an atheist or not, I'm really not. I'm actually an omnius, but the the reality of it is because I understand I make choices and I could talk a certain way, which is going to be something that I address here too, because it's important. When we are in the space of needing to understand a deity, we won't, right? And if deities are the highest conceptualization of the mind, Forget about our mind right now, just the mind in general, and we only focus on the good conceptualization. There is no duality. There is no magnitude or side in the universe. There's only duality. So even within duality, you can have the opposing side. Like you can have good, but it's evil because it's relative because you have to honor the law of relativity too. You feel me? Tying it back to the stealing thing, but switching a little bit. If I stole from a store, if I stole some spaghetti and some hamburger meat from the store, I just wronged a motherfucker for the right reason. Because my kids ain't got no food. They got to eat. You feel me? They got to eat. That's justified. That's not labeled as that. That's like, okay, bam, I understand that. Because you had to go to the darkness to bring yourself to light. Then you have the other side, which generates a level of stupidity where you have motherfuckers that do shit like, I'm going to put my last into a church. So my seed can be sown and multiplied or whatever the case may be. And now they're in the dark. You feel me? Because they were supposed to take that last little bit of money instead of trying to invest it in a church and be convinced of that. They were supposed to do what they were supposed to do with it. They had it. You feel me? This is this becomes a problem because, like I said, when you cater to a child and then they become an adult and they don't stop thinking about it the way they thought about it as a child, we have a bigger problem. We have a bigger problem. There's no way in hell you should still be thinking about your religion or even have your same understanding of God that you had when you were six. Many of us do. We just articulate it as an adult, but we still think the exact same way we did when we were first introduced to shit. You feel me? Niggas logically know that half the shit that they saying and uttering out their mouth is impossible. Can't happen and will never happen again. But they bank on it as fact which creates a level of delusion that you can't like tying it back to the duality. There's always going to be whatever there is. There's always going to be his balance. So fantasy and reality, for example, most religious people and most people that are devout believers can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality. Like a child can't grown ass adults can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality. But when you tie, like I said, when you tie it back to the education system, it's like, Oh, I get it. You never wanted people to think. And I get it. They're like, yeah, we was we got religions and shit long before the education system. I know. But you got the true understanding of the religions when you first got them. During the enslavement, you never got the true understanding of the religions. You got enough to behave, to be good. You can't be good because good isn't good. 
Think about it. And what I mean by think about it is, again, it's relative. You're good in the context of you, you. You're good in the context in which some there has to be a reference point for the goodness. Who's dictating your reference point for your goodness? Think about that. Since understanding that our goodness is contingent upon us, and it's like, think about this. How good is our goodness if we give it to somebody and they don't want it? Now we have to tell them it's the thought that counts. <laughs> no, it's not the thought that counts. It's your ego assuming that your goodness was good. So it should be received as good. No, it should be received as it was, as it was given. Think about understanding deities from this perspective. Like Things are what they are. You got to accept them as they are. There's you, you can't make people feel a type of way or go a certain way against you because they didn't accept what you want. Because, you know, you don't understand... When we relinquish control to unseen forces, when we relinquish control to unseen forces, unseen forces have different effects in our lives. You feel what I'm saying? The fact that we believe deities are supernatural are things that we have no control, command, or even context of is problematic, right? And then even deeper than that, going into the side of it only being the good side that we fuck with and we don't wonder why we have so much turmoil in our lives. Because you're not walking a balanced life. This is not to say go fuck up and do some some fucked up shit, but be authentic. That's simply what it means. The balance of the self is authenticity. Your authentic, your authentic side is literally just a merge between the God and the devil in you. But they only teach us to show our God. But our devil gets highly active. And the reason why I'm using it like this is because it goes back to deity. And then we look at the singularity like... Every all the ancestors always acknowledged that there was just one individual source, but they know that that source had different emanations of itself, right? So you have the singular source, right? Then you have the dual source, which becomes the god and the devil. How they start off the mythos and shit, they always act like it's the god first, and then the devil is just some subsidiary, some subsidiary motherfucker that pops up in and out of the story every now and again to fuck shit up. It ain't got shit to do with shit. Like, no, he's a main character and he stays in the shit just as active as the deity does because those two forces represent the duality of the self. The source, the singularity part is like that's why the phrase as above so below as within so without there's nothing outside of you that's not inside of you there's nothing greater than you that is not lesser than you there's not anything that is within you that is not without you you dig what i mean and so when we are taught to only focus on one side of a singular nature and we only focus on the god automatically we try to align with the god and shun the devil, which means we never bring balance into our lives. So we have a lot of motherfuckers, the goody two-shoes. This is why a lot of motherfuckers are evil on the inside. You ever met a lot of good people that are like just fucked up assholes on the inside? But they they, they carry themselves as good people. They look like good people, but they're like, yeah, they do fucked up shit. You feel me? But then you ever meet the motherfucker who had a dark heart and you just thought he was always doing fucked up shit or she was doing all this fucked up. But then you get to know him and you realize they're one of the nicest motherfuckers. They got the kindest souls you'll ever meet. Life fucked them up. You feel me? That is because there is a duality within the highest conceptualization of the mind. Either it's a god or a devil, or you can make them walk together. This is one of the reasons why they had to kill and, and destroy all of the content of, of Kemet. And they even started changing names of Heru and all that shit. Because when you go back to the story of Heru, you realize Heru's story ends with him and Set working together. 
that is the one like if we look at the western world it's always good versus evil good against evil if you're not with me you're against me if this and there's always good versus evil good triumphs over evil that's the thing that's what they always want you to bank on good beating evil good and evil never beat each other they never lose to each other they're supposed to work together so the western world when they give you the religion they give you god they give you all of these things they tell you that there's supposed to be a battle where god wins yet god never wins the battle the battle is still going on this is one of the easiest ways to manipulate a people because now your life is naturally just because i'm able to control the reality of your mind that you should only focus on the good your reality is automatically going to bring the bad to you it's wild how that works but that's how it works i've watched it myself i experienced it myself i've listened and observed it from other people they're like yo every time i do good for people bad just keep happening to me well, stop doing good for people. No, because this is what they say. Because I know that I'm building up my karma and I'm doing this like, no, you're not. You're not. That's you're not real. When you start doing shit like that, you can really see what karma you're building up in real time if you just pay attention to your circumstances. If you're doing good in the world and bad is happening to you, then you can't be doing good in the world. You feel me? Because there's this, the balance that you're putting out causes this input to reverberate back. This... And although shit may be imbalanced, it is balanced in the universe. So, but if you're not understanding or privy, uh, or if you're not privy to the 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 fact that gods and devils are the same, rather than one energy greater than the other, like everybody keeps saying, oh, the devil will never be God. But then you keep <laughs> watching the stories, and all you see is the devil win. Even in real, and even in real life, you see the devil win because they convince you that God doesn't win until everybody's dead in the afterlife. This is a crazy mindfuck. You feel me? Where the Western world taught started to teach the battle of good and evil. You feel me? The ancient world always taught the harmony between good and evil. So I mentioned that to say this: like we know that God and the devil are supposed to fight. We look at the devil as a bad person. Devil is evil, nigga. You don't know. Fuck you. Feel me? But if you actually read the text, especially the Bible, anytime the devil showed up, all he did was try to make people think. That's weird because it's like, hmm, hmm, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. But then when you look at God, do evil shit, people say, well, God can do that. How? He shouldn't be able to do that if you're honoring the way in which it was given to you. So like I said, when you have this good versus evil reality, not good and evil or good with evil or good working with evil. That's why you can't see how duality works because every occurrence in our life, whether we are the deity, whether we are the devil in that situation, we are going to pair with the God or with a God in the situation. We're going to pair with the devil because we have to realize ourselves. You dig what I'm saying? You have to realize who you are. So you're going to get the exact equal, but opposite magnitude of what you are to find the balance in that. You always, you know, you always wonder, not wonder, y'all, I don't know if y'all wonder or not, but you always hear me say, the truth is found where opposing sides tell the same story. Voila! That is the purpose of gods and devils, to find the truth. Where God and the devil align and say the same thing, the truth is there, should you choose to see it, if you're able to see it. You feel me? Like, for example, when I'm telling people about how they swear the devil got kicked out of heaven, yet in Job, devil just walks through the front door. 
how you still got a key, bro? They're like, what? Yeah, like if if this is like he got kicked out of heaven, <laughs> banished. How did he just walk through with some angels? God just chilling, playing spades, and like and asked them, where you been? Oh, I've been walking the earth to and fro. Oh, so I banished. Yeah, I was chilling down there, but now I'm back up here. I came to get some water, bro. I'm gonna go back, but I'm chilling. You feel me? People can't focus on the reality to that. The story of Job is to show the delusion of what happens when you pick a side. A lot of people talk about the patience of Job and all of that, but look at the real story when you understand the purpose of a deity. The purpose of Job was to show that you are not supposed to pick one side. But if you do pick one side, the other side is going to be heavier in your life. Job was a faithful person. He was a loving person. He did everything God wanted to do. He was 100% for God, 0% for the devil. And what happened in his world? Nothing but devilish shit caused by the God. Nobody wants to talk about that shit. In the actual book, I forget which verse at the end of his chapter, it says the Lord removed all of these things from him. Even though it started with the devil saying, you can't touch him. God said, look, don't touch him. The devil, the darkness, the dark side cannot interfere in any way, shape or form. This is all the light side. <laughs> and the light side took everything from him, took his children, everything said, oh, but you got more. He was it was replaced with a tenfold bounty and the shit that he lost. And he got more beautiful children. Wow. Wow. It shows the delusion of when you follow one side. So they teach you the patience of, oh, you'll still be rewarded in the long run if you stay the course, no matter when things are. But they don't teach you that right now you're in a dual nature state and he chose the only the good side. So nothing but the bad side can manifest because the harm, the balance will be had. Hmm. And his friends are telling him, yo, you need to curse this deity, man. You leave this deity alone because it's like, stop focusing only on the good and be able to see the bad. But Job was so delusional in the good. He's like, well, maybe somewhere in my life I did. Nigga, you know if you did bad or not. Because you have an innate feeling where you know you wronged a motherfucker. You feel me? Yeah, you can use your books to justify it and say I'm absolved. But you know internally when you feel like you did some sucker shit. You know. When you've done some sucker shit, even if you smile and even if you you acting like, well, I did. I'm, I'm good. No, you know, when you've done some sucker shit, you don't need a book to tell you. You can feel the room. You can feel deep within yourself. I just did some sucker shit. Yeah, your inner core might not say I just did some sucker shit, but you know, you did some sucker shit. You feel me? But when you follow a certain religion, when you follow a certain cultic system that teaches you only to focus on one side, the other side is going to be there. This is why when people be wondering, like, how does somebody go to church, but they still do all this ungodly shit? That's why. Like, your question is in your answer. When you understand the singularity broken down to the duality that creates gods and devils, now you understand why they always have to be at the same place at the same time. So now when I create a world that teaches people to be good, I can get I get to be bad to them. I get to be the evil. Like, I don't think we understand that. Like we look at the the way the systems are structured and shit, because no, they gave y'all the goodness so they can have the darkness. Because now we gotta understand the darkness, the darkness isn't bad. The darkness is where all the encompassing shit is at. Cause we gotta look at it like. Good and evil, black and white. There's a reason why they're specifically expressed this way. But the light and the darkness cannot exist without each other. Understand that. Which means God and the devil have to be in the cahoots with each other. They cannot work without each other. You can't because take away the actual term God and devil. And let's replace them with light and dark. 
You feel me? If you have all light with no darkness, you go blind. You can't see. If you have darkness with no light, you can't see. It's that simple. In order to see in the light, you need darkness. <laughs> in order to see in the darkness, you need light. So how did we come to a point where we are blind? And people wonder why they can't see the reality sometimes. Because all you look at is the light. <laughs> there's no darkness around you to make the light more visible. Or to let make the... There's no darkness around you to, to let the light less... To, to make the light less bright. You feel me? So now you fantasize about it. And now you become fanatical with the shit. And you can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality. Because you can't see anything. You have to just walk by faith and not by sight. Your sight is blurred when you can only see one side. This is why you can't walk by sight. And you have to walk by faith because walking by faith allows you to take the step back and allow the darkness into it to infuse. A lot of people are not going to tell you that part. You feel me? But now you have the people that are quote unquote holy and now all they do is focus on the light. They're not focused on the darkness. You feel me? Even Jesus say the shit, y'all. Like, y'all got to really listen and read and pay attention because they're like, he like, I didn't come here for the healthy. I came here for the sick. I am the light coming to the darkness. I don't, why would I go to the light? Think about that. Like, the nigga really said the shit. He said, I'm not coming. I'm, I'm the light. I'm the way. Why would I go to where the light is already at? I'm not going to be in the church. I'm not going where the people are healthy. I'm going to go where the people are sick. So where am I going to go to? The motherfucking darkness. Read the shit. They keep telling Jesus was born in the hood. He hang, hung with the criminals and the gangsters for the most part. Like, the nigga staying in the darkness. Because the light makes no sense in the light. Just like your motherfucking ass. You ever been in a situation where you feel, these motherfuckers don't get me. Or why can't? Because you might be the light around a bunch of darkness. You're supposed to be there. But because you can only see that I'm good, you can't entertain with the darkness to get the good out of it. You dig what I mean? It's purposely designed like that. They're get, you've been given your understanding of God this way for a reason. You've been given your understanding of the devil this way for a reason. But you don't even understand which one is which. Or how which one. Because the God of your enemy is your devil. Now, if we take that now, if my enemy gave me the highest conceptualization of my mind, why would I think it's good? Why would I think it's good? You feel me? There's things that you just naturally have to do on the inside internally that are dualistic regardless. Sometimes it's going to take your bad side to do to get through some of the shit that you got to get through. And you don't even know how to do that because you're scared of my conscience. When we look at our conscience, we look at conscience as Jiminy Cricket. Conscience also isn't good or bad. Breaking down the word etymologically, science means to know. Con means with. So a conscience means using knowledge, making a decision with knowledge. So now even think about how powerful the conscience is, but how weak it is in, in regards to the full reality of the mind, but how, how much stronger it is than the level of belief. The conscience means with knowledge. So you only have a conscience at the knowledge level of the mind. We stuck at the belief level of the mind, believing in gods and devils. So how can we even use a conscience? Conscience is what like, you're filtering your reality through the knowledge that you have. If you're not obtaining any knowledge, you have no conscience. 
you, you dig what I'm saying? People think your consciousness is a moral code based off of some divine alignment that's born in you. No, it is from you experiencing both light and dark and understanding what is in both of them. And the knowledge that you obtain from maneuvering through both of these worlds is how your consciousness is, is formed. Like when they say, oh, you're, this person is street smart. Like motherfuckers be having book smarts, but no street smarts. Something that I've learned is anybody who has street smarts can always survive in the book smart world, but everybody who has book smarts can't survive in the street smart world. Translate that. Book smarts is God. Street smarts is evil. It's the devil. Allegedly. You feel me? It's the dual nature. You feel me? This was the whole purpose. The reason why I got, like I said, I got back here because I kind of went off, but it's the dual nature. They always told us about the deities as separate entities versus each other when they need to be working together. All of our ancestors never had a conceptualization of an evil deity, but the evil, the deities that were considered dark forces, they showed them how they work with the light. They got us believing that God, Allah, whoever, the deities that we serve now are going to come down and fight the evil and banish the evil. And now we still waiting on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Not realizing that they're able to create the evil that fucks up the emotional and mental health of the people in order to continue. Like, we got to think about it. The, the U.S., the United States is allegedly a nation under God. But what God? If you're a nation under a God, right, that means there's still a devil active. What devil is active? Because what God is active? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. They, gener they, gave, they literally gave you a general name for a deity. They told you that this was your deity. Every other deity has names. The moment you give it an individual name, you give it life. You give it characteristic, but when I say this is God, but God is both an actual name and a, and, a, and a general name. Like Chapstick. Chapstick is a brand name, but it's a general name too. You still call Blistex Chapstick. You still call Carmex Chapstick because Chapstick has been such a used thing that has become the, the, the generic brand. Where my Chapstick at? And Chapstick is its own brand. The other shit is not Chapstick. <laughs> we'll still call it Chapstick though. You feel me? That's how that works. It, it, it works in a very similar way. You know what I'm saying? We look at the God that was given to us and the devil that was given to us, and we understand either. Right? We understand either. And we 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 read them, we read the books to make sure that we keep our side alive, not to actually understand them. Because even the book tells you, the books will tell you, you lean not on your own understanding. Hmm. So what understanding am I supposed to lean on? Well, the understanding of God. Well, the understanding of God has a dual nature. For every time a God is present, a devil is there. Please understand that. Please understand that. So if you're a nation under God, you're also a nation under a devil. What devil are you under? This is why they only give you one side of that. Our ancestors always made sure that we understood a duality and harmony in that duality. You feel me? And I kept skipping it, but I'm getting back to it now. So the story of Heru, I talked about the story of Heru where he, you know, him and Set, they didn't kill each other. He, Set didn't even try to, well, Set did dismember Asar. That's, you know, some fucked up shit, but you feel me? In the grand scheme of it all, Heru didn't try to kill Set. He decided to work with him because Set represents the ego. Now when you understand how, why Set killed Asar, Asar represents the soul, ego rep Set represents ego. Oh, I get you. The ego will kill the soul and it's going to take the self to bring the soul back together. But your ego, just like it can kill your soul, it can give your soul life. That's why you have to master your ego. and You have to understand it. They've been teaching us to kill our ego for a long time. 
They've been teaching us to kill our ego for a long time, but our ego is really who we are. Like they'll teach men to kill their ego, but they'll teach women to boost their self-esteem. <laughs> ego and self-esteem, the same shit. Y'all know that, right? But ego, a healthy ego is an is a healthy ego is a harmonic function between both the God and the devil in you. They don't want to tell you that. So in order to even have a healthy ego to begin with, you have to first even acknowledge that you have the right, you have the right understanding of God. So now, how are you going to have a healthy ego when you can't even accept the devil in you? We worried about the devil that's outside of us, but we can't accept the devil that's in us because that devil that the devil that we have within us is what is <laughs> the devil that we have within us is what gives us permission for the devil to work outside of us. So all of the problems we face are only problems that we have solutions to. I don't think we understand that shit. That gods and devils are the highest conceptualizations of the mind. So any problems that you face that you feel, are, oh, this is too overwhelming, it's too abundant. You can only have that problem because you already have the solution for it. The devil is only busy because the God is already on, on the clock. Should you choose to tell the God to go do the job? You feel me? But because we can't see the God and we can't really understand what God really is, we can't understand how the devil is busy or why the devil is busy. When I say that the the problems that the devils create in our lives, we already have the solution to it. It's because you cannot extend your own thought process. The problems that we create are catalyzed within our own mindset. The people that we start to interact with, the friends that we we grow towards, the, like all of that shit, we do that. That's why people don't want you to understand that gods and devils are within you. They want you to tell you that you're without you because then you have to start taking extra accountability. All of this negative shit, the busy devil in my life is because the devil in my life is allowing this shit to manifest. This is why you don't know it's the devil at first. Because <laughs> it's familiar. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't find out the relationship was bad until after, but then somehow it's, I knew I shouldn't have been fucking with that motherfucker. Hmm. You knew because the devil in you already had the solution to the problem he was facing right there. But you let the problem fester. You let the problem be what it is because it's not a problem. You feel me? It's not a problem. The devil can only be busy in our lives because we have to create the work. <laughs> we can only create the work because the devil is an extension of us too. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to address that part. Like the bad shit that happens in our lives, we create it just like we create the good shit. But now when you cannot give yourself credit or place blame on yourself, like we're in a society that teaches you, oh, don't blame yourself for this. No, don't you blame yourself for the shit that you did. Please do. Please do. Don't beat yourself up. Don't internalize it and shame yourself for it, but definitely blame yourself for the shit that you do, but also give yourself credit for the shit that you do. Because the God and the devil are both within you. They are you. Every day you make a choice to be both the God and the devil. Now, we're going to tie it a different, we're going to go a little bit deeper in this because we know that the God is the light, the devil is the darkness, but neither one of them are any greater or any less than the other. They need each other. We would never know what a star was if there was not a, a night sky, a, a darkness. You dig what I'm saying? We would not be able to understand stars without darkness. I don't think we need it. Like, you cannot, you cannot understand your light without understanding the darkness that's around you. Our children get it. We got it as kids. We knew it. We didn't start fearing shit until we went to church and went to school. This is the fool. The foolish person 
is the foolish person is the person who does not see a God or a devil in the situation, but at the same time sees both the God and the devil in the situation. I know seeing how can you see both but not see both because their innocence is there. This is what it means to have the innocence of a child. Children equally acknowledge both the God and the devil in the world. Your innocence is taken from you the moment something happens that makes you pick a side. People be thinking innocence is, oh, I was traumatized. I was just traumatized or or innocence is always some bad, dark, evil, evil shit. Like when your innocence is taken from you and shit like people be thinking your innocence because they tie it to the court system is, oh, I'm free from guilt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, your innocence is taken from you the moment you pick a side of good or evil. Now we're taking it back to the Bible. This is why they were not supposed to eat of the tree of knowledge. Because once you do, you will become like him. You will be able to determine good and evil. Your innocence is taken away from you. But the goal of life is to return your innocence. That's why it starts with the fall where Adam and Eve bit of the fruit. And they lost their innocence. They lost their ability to objectively view the world. They picked a side. And when they ate of the fruit, you're either going to pick the God or you're going to pick the devil to follow. They never show you that, okay, make these motherfuckers work together. No, the devil's the bad guy. God's the good guy. You follow God or you're going to get in trouble. How does a good guy punish you? Think about it. Like, they'll tell you all day long. Like, this shit is, is mind-blowing. You'll hear the people say, you know, the devil will give you sweeter gifts than God will. God will punish you. The devil will reward you for the same shit. But now, take it away from the light and dark. Take it away from God and devil and associate it back with lightness and darkness. Then it kind of makes sense. You feel me? Because everything is in the darkness. The darkness is all encompassing. The light isn't encompassing at all. Right? And the reason why they need to work together is because they're, the shadows have to come. Shadows have to be made. You feel me? Shadows have to be made metaphorically, of course. Right? And what are shadows? Shadows are just angels or demons. You feel me? When gods and devils come together, you're either going to have angels and demons developed out of that. Because when light and dark, like this is the whole layer metaphor. Y'all, I told y'all this shit is like three levels. It's three levels. This is all allegorical shit. So I'm going to talk to y'all like the adults who can get the allegorical shit behind this shit. You feel me? Gods and devils are duality. Now, within when the duality starts to merge in itself in its quest to find its way back to the deity, it creates angels and devils. Angels and demons, I'm sorry. But angels and demons ain't no different than each other. We automatically assume the demons are the dark forces and they're not. Angels are fucked up too. Think about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Like, he didn't send demons to go sack the city, nigga. It was angels down that bitch. And they fucked the city up so bad that Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt. She didn't really turn into a pillar of salt. What the allegory was, what she saw petrified her so fucking bad, it scared her stiff. Angels. What the angels were doing to those people scared this woman stiff when she looked back. But the angels are supposed to be good because they coming from heaven and they fuck with God. Yeah, it's a crazy world because you don't know what's what. But then you have the quote unquote demons tempting people and making people try to do shit. That's actually not that bad. They're trying to make you seek pleasure rather than making you succumb to pain. This is why this is important. When you have a personal identity rooted in pain, solar plexus chakra, 
your life is fucked up. Most people who believe in God have a personal identity rooted in pain. This is by default not saying most people that believe in the devil have a personal identity rooted in joy. I never said that because I've never met a devil worshiper. You know, I've never experienced a devil worshiper. I've never worshiped the devil myself. So I can't really say for that. But being in the, like, you feel like you're always supposed to go through a punishment with the desire of getting a reward on the other side. So we literally believe we're supposed to go through hardship first and then be rewarded at the end for the hardship. No. Who the fuck gave us that? Hmm. Hmm. You feel me? That way you can put the pain into a person and make them think their pain is normal because it's God ordained. And then I'm going to make you feel like the devil is bad and the devil is just the darkness. So tying it in, God is the light, devil is the darkness. Now, when we look at how these two things as a dual nature have to exist, they have to exist harmonically. You feel what I'm saying? The darkness is all encompassing. The the darkness is the encompassing of all. The light is the absence of all. But from the one come the all, therefore the all is the one. That's why you have to split the originality of the source and it gives you the God and the devil. That's where you were supposed to be getting back to. All of these books start off with us. We starting off with a God. And then now God is in creation. And the next thing you know, he's beefing with a motherfucker named the devil. No, you didn't just start beefing with the nigga. These two motherfuckers are the same motherfucker. It's his personality. Like, it's the other side of who he is. This is why God is he. But if you look at anything evil or demonic, what is it? <laughs> look about what it is, bro. Think about all through the book. They make it a passion. They made it a, a mission to ensure how negative and how fucked up women were. They gave God the light. They gave it the name he. But the devil is a woman. Yeah, they call devil Satan. He's he or whatever the case may be. But the actual devil is a woman. This is why they took Lilith out of the book. You feel me? Because Lilith is the queen of all the demons. What do you call the queen of all the demons? Other than the mother of darkness. If father is the light. <laughs> but you take her out of the motherfucker because then you start to realize, oh, this is about essence. I can't control the darkness. The darkness is unbound. The light binds the darkness. The darkness unbinds the light. You see what I'm saying? It's little, it's simple shit, bro. It's just all intertwined, but you got to understand the, the, the allegory. At this point, we had a space where we don't need to be believing in the shit and talking about the, the, the mythology no more. For 500 years, we believe this same book. I still don't understand it because we're still experiencing it as a child. Now, this goes back into this point that I was making when I mentioned innocence and then foolishness and all of that shit, because when the book says come as a child, right, it means come in your innocent space. Don't see things as good or bad. Now, here's the thing about that. Are you coming to the coming as a child from the foolish perspective or the wisdom perspective? Bruce Lee, I always say this phrase, the kick was a kick. But when you go from being foolish to something, to mastering it and then now bringing it back to the original piece, you still are foolish with it. You still appear to be foolish with it. It's like beginner's luck and veteran experience. It's still the same shit. But now you have the understanding you've gone through the darkness to appreciate the light. You dig what I'm saying? And you are no longer the fool. They teach us to start off and remain the fool forever and justify our foolishness. Like I don't think people understand the depths of how religions were so comfortable calling motherfuckers sheep. Sheep are the most docile creatures on the face of this earth, but motherfuckers said I'm a sheep. 
cool, right? Well, not cool, but it's what they do. So if you're looking at the God versus the devil and it's like, hmm, the God wants you to be a sheep. The light wants you to not think, not do anything, but just follow it. What happens when you follow the light? They, don't they teach you not to go into the light? It's crazy when it, it, when you die, they say don't go into the light. But when you're born, you can't stop walking into it. What happens when moths? <clears throat> what happens when moths go to flames? They die. Like that's what it's like, because the light is captivating. This is how you know the light is also evil. Like the light can have darkness in it too, because it's tempting. You are now enthralled in some shit, and it's dragging you towards it because you can see. You feel me? But you need to equally balance what you can see with what you can't. You have known knowns. You have known unknowns. You have unknown knowns. And you have unknown unknowns. That's the duality between gods and devils. Simple. That's the duality between the self and then those are the gods and devils. The gods are your known knowns and your known unknowns. Well, your known unknowns are actually angels, right? Because angels we know can sway on either side. Your demons will then be your unknown, your unknown knowns, and your devils will be your unknown unknowns. It don't be hard. It's just because they put so many semantics and layers over the shit. The devil is in the details. It's, that's an interesting quote. To know that to know that the devil is in the details, and details is feminine. Details does come from the feminine side. Now, also is another point to note that if the devil is in the details, God is in silence. It's important. God is in a silence. That's that's amazing. Like when you look at music, like the part of music that you can't hear, that's where God is. He, he, it, she, however you call it, it finishes off the beats. So you know how like if you got a one, two, three, four, or some shit like that, like you got that space in between it, that's where God sits. But the actual hit, that's where the devil sits and the two have to come together. In physics, they call them instructive or well, constructive waves and destructive waves. Mm-hmm. Same shit. When the constructive wave and the destructive wave come together, they neutralize each other and you get a mute sound. This What's amazing about this paradox is that a constructive wave and a uh, destructive wave can have the exact same magnitude and be fucking crazy decibels high. But if they are aligned in a certain way, they can mute each other out if they hit at the same time. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's why silence is what it is. Now, we take a constructive wave and a destructive wave and we put them together and it mutes to give us silence. And we know that silence is one of the loudest things we never hear. Silence is where God sits. That's why we have these frequencies of what we have. Because the devil is in the details. The God is in the silence. This is why we utter details so much without understanding them. Because when we don't have the de- when we have the details, we got it. We we supposed to use details to understand the principle. Well, we use details to sound smart. So we go into the darkness to not understand the light. We go into the darkness to come back and say, "I got some darkness." All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? 
Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? You feel me? That's why I can never understand, like, I can never understand why people want to be in the hood. I'm like, yo, you're not, you're clearly not from the hood. You feel me? Why do you want to be accepted by the darkness? Why? Because the darkness is where, because the dark, that's why all the creativity and shit come out of the hood. <laughs> the black inventions, the most of the black people, like we look at them as, you know, the scholars and shit and the people that were, but look at their background. The most of them came from the hood. You feel me? So now when I create this education system, I have these people in the darkness and I'm bringing it into the light and I have the light that just doesn't have any darkness in it. Right. When I give them these degrees, they can solve all of my problems. They can think they can think like I can't. Because they can go into the unknown. They can go into the unknown with their shit. Only thing we can focus on is the known. So now when I'm trying to control the world, I don't want anybody to tap into the unseen. So I'm going to make anything that you can't see evil. So when you look at the unknown knowns, those are your demons. When you look at your unknown unknowns, those are your devils. How many motherfuckers are just so matter-of-factly sure that they know everything? Now, I give you a degree. I give you a degree, and I give you certain levels of degrees so I can make you stay in the no-known space and make you think you know it all. When I realized, when I heard elders say, you know, the Bible is the only book you need, wow. Wow. You're going to stay in your known, known space. You're not even going to tap into the darkness. I'm sorry. You're not, you're not supposed to. Known knowns is the safety net for children. <laughs> if we look at it, look at it from the three levels of just the energy we have, the childhood energy, the adulthood energy, and the elderhood energy. If we segue this, the childhood energy is your known knowns or your God. <laughs> your adult energy is your known unknowns and your unknown knowns, your angels and devils, your angels and demons. I'm sorry. Your unknown knowns are your devils. You feel me? So with your unknown knowns, your unknown knowns and your known unknowns, that's your adulthood. Adulthood is transi transitionary between childhood and elderhood. The elderhood is that your unknown unknowns. You ever notice how an elder can give you a simple line that encompasses so much shit of the world? That a same child can give you a, that same line that has completely is completely empty because they had their foolish. They have not experienced anything. Everything they based off is what's known. This elder is now tapping into what's unknown to give you something simplistic. The ideation of gods and devils is very, very important. And our inability to understand them correctly is why we can't win as humans. Because your understanding of gods and devils is, is going to be indicative of how you create mentally. Because when we look at, 
the foundational piece, after we have the understanding of gods and devils, because gods and devils are deities as a whole are the highest conceptualizations of the mind, right? The duality between the deities makes the gods and the devils, and then the uh, the variations, the the battle between good and evil again creates the de- the angels and the, the demons, but it creates the harmony, the function of how they're supposed to work together, right? What we don't usually spend time with understanding is how these things are interwoven within us, right? We spend all of this time believing in a good side that has nothing but destructing, destruction with it. So they take the fantasy out and say, well, you know, you'll be in the last days of the last days. You got to wait. And what they did to my people is it, it breaks my heart every time I think about it. It breaks my heart every time I think about it because now when the highest conceptualization of your mind is, you know, a deity and then the deity is God and devil, I'm only going to fall. Like your imagination is the next piece that follows whether you follow gods or not, whether you understand gods and devils or not, because now your imagination is your nation of images. Do you know what a nation is? It's bigger than itself. It's bigger. It's bigger. than it's, You have the individual. You have the family. You have the community. Then you have the nation. You feel me? The nation represents the highest form of humanity or of a civilization. That's the nation. The highest unity of a civilization. Your nation of images. Your imagination is your nation of images. Your nation of images are only programmed for your mind to see the one side. So when people say shit like, yo, I astral project or I did this, like, yo, you got to be careful because you go over that side, you're going to see. As soon as you cross to your unknown sign, you're going to see demons and devils. But what does your imagination have set up of what demons and devils are supposed to be? Because on that other side, there's objectivity. They don't, they're they're not on some, oh, we're evil, y'all are good, it is what it is. No, it's like we're light and dark. And however you got to get the message, that's how the fuck we're going to give you the message. However, if you cannot receive the message from darkness, it's going to look like darkness when it comes to you. Because your imagination is associated with darkness. Everybody I know who has just, who's ever told me that they seen the demon, they described the demon the same way. It was the same way that was in the Bible, in, in the Bible or in the, the, the Quran. Like it's like you know you got they got the horns, the tail, the dark forces and shit, because that's what your imagination tells you a demon is. You feel me? Or their eyes are like glazed over, and it's just a whole black lens. They don't even have a pupil and shit. That's what you see in your dreams or in your hallucinations when you are in. You know, certain spaces, because that's what your imagination is. Now, when your imagination is programmed off of good, is why, like, when people, like, when they saw God or whatever, I'm like, what did he look like? Why couldn't see his face? Oh, why? Because your imagination, your nation of images already programmed you and let you know that you can't see God's face. It was in the book. So anytime you think you see God, you'll see everything from the neck all the way around. You'll never see the face. Because your imagination won't allow you to see it. People don't realize how much imagination is tied to spirituality. This is a quick plug, but it's not really me slanging shit at this point. But people ask me why do I know so much and why I'm not afraid to use my mind to go places because it gives me the imagination that I need to maneuver in this world correctly. You feel me? A lot of people that I grew up around used to be like, yo, you just know random shit for no reason. It's not for no reason. 
Y'all don't realize how easy it is for me to walk. Like when people say you're so spiritually sound because I have a vivid imagination. Why do I have a vivid imagination? Because I know a lot of shit because I've broken the barrier between the differentiations between the levels of my mind. Deities are the highest conceptualization of the mind. Those two deities are God and the devil. I have no differentiation between those two. Therefore, I have no good or bad distinction distinguishing distinction between those two. So therefore, I am not limited to what images I can store in my head. If you automatically pick good, you can only store good images in your head. And the bad images are going to be the ones that, quote, unquote, haunt you. People don't understand what it is to haunt somebody. To haunt somebody is not a ghost or a spirit that's coming back to you. It is the imagination of something that it is something that you don't understand constantly. Something that I'm going to say it's something from a devil energy, which you can't understand or you don't even think to understand that is infiltrating your reality. Now, your imagination, your nation of images only has an association with this force of energy as a negative feeling. So it's going to see it bad. It's going to see it as a negative thing. So you will be haunted by this thing. Your imagination can change how things haunt you. You dig what I'm saying? Haunting is something very important because it's like haunting is similar to temptation. Haunting is similar to temptation because it's like this thing stays around, but I don't understand it. The moment you understand some shit, it stops. It's no, it's no different than when you see a car for the first time, when you buy a car or whatever, then you start to see your car everywhere. But before you bought that car, those same cars were everywhere. You just had no reason to pay attention to them because they weren't in your imagination yet. The car itself was in the imagination, but the connection wasn't in your imagination. Where you're like, damn, everybody really got my car. You feel me? Most people that I know, they go to the dealership to get a car that nobody has and end up getting a car that everybody has. <laughs> it's like, damn, I see my car everywhere. Yeah, I know, because this is what it is. But to the point that I was making with that, when we consider that and people only focus on it, like your imagination can only be light. And again, if you only have light with no darkness, you can't see straight. Just like if you only have darkness, like people, oh, I'm going to be a thug, I'm going to run the streets, I'm going to do all that. Just like if you only have darkness, you can't see straight. You feel me? You can't see straight. So you have to reach a point where you understand gods by proxy to make you understand devils. They told you not, your enemy gave you a god and told you not to try to understand it. I don't think there's any bigger of a mindfuck ever in this world than that. I gave you what I told you to be good, knowing that it's not going to be good for you. And now you believe that is good. So anything that is actually good for you, you will feel is bad for you. Case in point, you tell a motherfucker to go plant-based and they won't do it. They can't do it because they feel like they're supposed. Now, you're eating this shit that is actually giving you the very cancers you're praying for. I never understood that shit. Why are we praying over the food that's killing us? I had a conversation. I was in Philly one time and um, I went to go to like a, uh, it was a spot that had vegan food, but it wasn't a vegan spot. But like, you know, it was a group of people and shit. And I just started eating once my food came. They said, you're not going to pray for your food. I said, I don't eat food that needs to be prayed over. Everybody got quiet. Like, I never thought about that. Another situation, some shit ain't motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, y'all not paying attention. Like, we're eating food that we feel. We don't, sometimes we look at our ancestors, we don't realize what they did. They knew the shit that they was eating was bullshit. 
They knew it. The prayer was to mentally prepare themselves to take in some shit they knew was bad. You feel what I'm saying? They didn't just, they didn't just, oh, we're praying because like, think about it. I'm praying for the nourishment of my mind, body, and soul. I know there's absolutely no nourishment in this motherfucker. When people think, people think that when we got enslaved and shit, we were stupid, savage motherfuckers. No, we was doctors, art, artists, uh, thinkers. We was everything when they enslaved us. They just stripped us of so much shit. So we was the witch doctors. We had the work and knowledge of the land. We knew the fuck we wasn't supposed to be eating certain shit. We knew what the fuck we wasn't supposed to be eating, but we had to eat the shit anyway. So we prayed over it in a language that we didn't speak to create the intention within to solidify ourselves and say, look, we know that this is bad, but help us do what we're going to do with this. Then that's when it transitioned into what it is now. So when people say I'm praying over my, yeah, I don't eat food that I need to pray over anymore. Our ancestors prayed over the food because they needed to, because they knew they weren't supposed to be eating it. And here we are praying over it, eating it out of tradition and won't break it because we think this is the way they are. And I'm saying that to say, when I tell people, you know, transition, oh, no, nah, we supposed to eat meat. My people's ate all that and they ate it out of necessity and survival. We're not in that space anymore. But if we continue to stay, there's certain things that we don't even know how wired we are to them. Just by continuing to eat the same diet, we stay in the same circumstance. It's what I, that was just a dramatic pause because that's really what it is. You're creating a, see, that's the thing about cycles and curses. Like we were like, we want the generational curses to stop, but we don't want to stop the shit. We don't want to be the ones to stop the generational curse. We just want it to magically stop and we wake up. No, it don't work like that. There are no miracles. Nope. There are miracles. The miracles are the ones you create. You don't even know that you created a miracle because you don't understand yourself and you don't understand the balance that God and the devil have within you. Nothing just happens. Everything, when you get, you start to get intentional with the shit you think, the shit you do, when you realize every moment of your life was created by you. From the time you came out that womb and you screamed, every decision, every choice you made catalyzed and created every moment that you, who you are right now is literally created by you. This ain't no preordained shit. This ain't no, you feel me? You just were never attentive to the shit that you were doing. So you didn't have intentional actions. If you don't have intentional actions, you damn sure don't have intentional thoughts. If you don't have intentional thoughts, you damn sure don't have intentional will. Which makes sense, though, because we're taught to follow the will of a deity. Not by my will, but by God's will. Now, we know God is only a singular duality. So we wonder why every time we follow God's will, we don't run into nothing but darkness. You're going to be tested along your way. God got to make sure you're ready. <laughs> and we feed into it because that's what our imagination tells us. Our spirituality is linked to that imagination. People don't realize that. It's like, well, why did the ancestors put birds on people's heads and shit like that? For the spirituality. I can easily program the image, the nation of images of a child when I give them something fanatical. Something that is a fantasy and teach them the reality within it. They can easily associate the reality better with the fantasy because they're children, not adults, children. But we still have adults following the same reality. You feel what I'm saying? Because we don't know that we're creating our entire world every single day. 
Oh, no, no, I, I'm not doing this. This is not me. This is a, when you realize that it is all you, you got to start moving different, which means you got to start thinking different. Because if my spirituality, how I remain balanced in this world is predicated upon my imagination, the nation of images within my mind. We know the mind has four levels. You have to get to the level of understanding with the images in the nation of your mind in order to even access your spirituality with that image. How much shit in our minds right now don't we understand? We just have it there. It's just there for no fucking reason. It's a lot of shit. I got shit in my mind that I just have there for no fucking reason. You know why? Because it's designed that way. But how much more is it fucked up when you only have a singularity of shit? You feel me? It's simple. Now you can create a, a fantasy where you can be hopeful or hopeless. We know hope is assumed certainty. You can't assume certainty. How you assume that something certain? That's hope. But when you only operate from the God energy and you only operate from that side of the duality of yourself and you think it's outside of you, you feel what I'm saying? You're going to try to be the good Samaritan. You're going to start doing shit. You can't realize why does all this negative shit keep happening to my life? I'm giving my life to God. I go to church every Sunday. I go to Bible study. I do this and my shit keeps getting worse because you're only focusing on the light. So the darkness has to show up because you're not seeing the truth. That's the whole purpose of this whole experience in life to gain the truth. That's it. That's what you're here for as a child to gain the truth. The truth only exists between opposing sides telling the same story. But if you can't even listen to opposing sides, how are you going to find what the same story is? You're only going to take the side of one. You're only going to take one side of the story. This is what our imagination is built on. <laughs> Women, <laughs> they be like, I keep running into fuckboys. That's all in your imagination. You don't know what any other type of man looks like. See, this is why you got to have a, you got to understand the difference between type and attraction. Motherfuckers are not attacked. Motherfuckers are not attracted to their types. They never been attracted to their types, but they have not made types of their attractions. What motherfuckers are really attracted to, they don't even like because it's not a type because society doesn't show it. So it's like, I'm only going. So women, they, they, I, I need a man. <laughs> I need a man with charisma. I need a man with charm. I need a man with confidence. That's a fuck boy. Like you about to get one if you, you feel me? Because your imagination can't perceive that anything outside of a fuck boy can have charisma, charm, and the other shit that I said. You feel me? Niggas would never fuck with Urkel. But Stefan was okay. All the nigga did was take off his glasses and stop being smart. That is a perfect example. Think about it. When Stefan was Steve, he was one way. When he was at Steve, he was one way. Stefan's another way. But it's the dual nature of the, the existence of who he was. You feel me? Laura, who did not want him, who was the darkness. Laura was the darkness. She was what he did not like. Laura would have been the darkness, and I think her name was Myra. Myra would have been his light. You feel me? But he kept craving Laura. He could not get away from Laura. So much so that he even changed into the dark side that Laura liked to be with Laura. Like, you see what I'm saying? But entire time, he's a nerd. But to tap into Stefan means that that nerd ain't always there. Like, that intelligent person that being is today just took off his glasses and the suspenders and now he's cool. It's all in which side you choose to take. Some people want to live life as the cool, as the good, the good person. Some people want to live life as the bad person. 
But then there's a fine line where you have to live life as both. That's when you walk into your elderhood. You walk into your adulthood when you're able to start walking through both. If you're still picking a side, I just want to, you're a child, homie. I'm just going to keep doing good, keep doing good and just wait for my reward. But the devil be busy. Now you see why the universe, even if your shit is imbalanced, the universe is balancing. They don't give a fuck if your shit is imbalanced because you're balancing the universe. You're creating a balance simply by choosing to operate for one side. Now, don't let your imagination get to you and think that automatically the dark side means, oh, I should go rob a bank. I could do, you go do that stupid shit you want to. That's on your dumb ass. I don't give a fuck if you get in trouble for that shit. You can't. No, go do that shit if you want to. What I'm saying is you need to understand that within everything exists this. The moment you start to walk the hands with finding both sides, it becomes easier. You really, you start to realize that demons ain't that bad and angels ain't that good. You feel me? And then when you find the most successful people, they walk the balance. Then when you realize the people who master this shit, they simultaneously create the balance and they'll never get punished for the shit. Motherfuckers be wondering, right? How white people can still get away with the shit, how no deity can't, the deities aren't coming back because the white people solidified themselves as the deity and they solidified us as a deity and solidified everybody else's in between. So you're going to pick a side and now the harmony of the world is going to be balanced. <sighs> Scene. Are you? Yes, I'm dead serious. That's how it works. That's why nothing stops. That's why it's a system. Systemic racism had to be a reality because it was under the premise that I could never exist healthily amongst these people. So I have to create a system that doesn't allow these people to exist the right way. That makes sure that I'm sustained. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like you have to understand everything about an entity in order to even trap them in the first place. So they they. They even by even calling us black people, they forced us as accepting the darkness and forced themselves accepting the light, the white side. Right now, they made the world because of the council and I see and all of the shit. Everybody wants to align with the white side. Nobody wants to align with the darkness, but it's the darkness that creates all of the innovation that has the unknown unknowns that pulls everything out of the ether that the white steals from the light steals from and runs the world off of it. But it's balanced. That's why it seems like it's not stopping. I was just talking about it. I was like, yo, we've been in this shit for 500 years and we just can't get out of it. Why? This is why. They created the matrix that makes the balance between God and the devil. They made us the devil. They made themselves the God. So that's why the insanity comes in with us when we accept their God because they've already made us the devil. That's why we're black people and why they're white people. They've assumed the singularity of the creation of humans. The humans, the singular nature of the human or whatever. They split it as white and black and everything else is in between. That's not how things really are, but that's how they have defined it and created the world and codified it. So when you believe in God, when you believe in Allah, Yehovah, they, they gave you everything to align with them, to make them not feel threatened by you. This is why you can't practice Vodun. This is why you can't um, understand the Netarianism. This is why my eye, this is why we lost so much. I'm going to keep the devil in the darkness. I'm not going to bring the devil to the light. Because when the devil comes back to the light, they show. When you can bring the darkness to the light, you can reveal the inadequacies of the light. You feel me? 
it's not until we go into their systems and their spaces that it's like, oh, y'all. If they let us think with our actual natural minds, they had to take out. Look at, look at how much power we really have within us when we look at what system had to be in place just to make us not think. We're still winning. We don't die, we multiply, but we're still crushing the game because we have been associated with the darkness. We've been associated with the encompassing of all. That's why I tell people, don't trip. Why do they call us black? Why are black people so wronged in this world? They're wrong. We're wronged in this world because it has to maintain balance. The universe will maintain balance. The universe doesn't care who's involved, who's not involved, who's aware, who's not aware. It's like, all right, this is the formula. Input and output. White people are actively keeping this, this shit in motion. While black people are completely oblivious to the motion. That's why I've been telling people, you got to ask yourself when you're trying this pro-black shit and you're trying to make these changes for your people, do your people want to stop being oppressed or do they want to be free? Two, do two totally different battles. Most of us just don't want to be oppressed. You feel what I'm saying? To be free means that now I have to put down a lot of shit. I have to put down a lot of shit. I have to pick up some new shit and I have to make a completely different lifestyle within myself. They created so much of the comfortability for children that we're adult children, legally adults. That's why I like the word legal. We be legal adults, but we be mental children, spiritual children. Still children. You can put the legalities on it all you want to. You're still a child because you cannot get right. And what I mean by get right is that it takes it back to the innocence. Our innocence is our, in a, when we lose our innocence, we lose the ability to see objectively and we pick a side. Either we're going to say, oh, my innocence is lost when I join a religion, think these are all good. Or when some trauma happens to me and I don't think there's any good in the world anymore. Innocence is restored when you can forgive and understand why pain is causing you understand these things and you can get to the point of understanding that life is life. You feel me? And then you understand that both the light and the darkness are necessary. You feel me? Because like I said, before a child is indoctrinated, they don't know the difference between light and dark. They just know that this has to be done. When the children come out and they have Vaseline everywhere, that's darkness. You're bad. You're being bad. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I'm bringing light to this darkness because I don't understand what the fuck I'm doing right now. You see what I'm saying? These are these are powerful sentiments. These are powerful points that we don't. I don't think we utilize them correctly. I know we don't use a lot utilize them correctly because everybody tries to be good. Nobody wants to be bad. Nobody wants to be bad. I'm not telling people to go be bad, like steal and do no other shit like that, but understand darkness. So when we look at why we're black people and they're white people, it's because they're literally laying it out for you. You are the encompassing of everything. We are the absence of everything. And it is supposed to be in us working together that, but if we work together, everything shifts black. That's why it can't work together. When our ancestors were creating spiritual systems, they never, the darkness was easy for us to embrace because we didn't see the darkness as evil. We were able to objectively view things as adults and elders, not as children. Children have to see things in their own way. So when we look at why our feelings and shit are not intact, why things like this is all childhood reality. You feel me? When we talk about deities and shit, and they're like, yo, it says come as you are. What does that mean? 
First, it says come as a child, right? We know it, it, you know, it means come with your innocence intact so you can objectively view. But at the same time, come as a child in the sense that your innocence intact and and you're on the foolish side. You have no wisdom. Don't come into this shit knowing shit. Just believe everything. It's not until you gain understanding. And it tells you not to lean on your own understanding. Ain't that a big mind fuck? Since the beginning, it told you not to think. Don't hear the tree of knowledge and lean not on your own understanding. <laughs> but test everything and show yourself approved. How? How? See, we got to be able to get out of the, just the, the, the gate from the good shit. We can't even understand the, the other shit. We can't even understand the other reality. So this is when I was mentioning this, um, coming as you are. You know, I was just talking to somebody about this. They were saying, because um, somebody had made a post about if you put you know, the best way to um, reprogram your unconscious or subconscious mind is that if you record your voice and you put it on repeat while you sleep, I'm a rapper. I, you feel me? I figured I peeped this game a long time ago. Right. So I was talking to a person and I was like, yeah, um, um, you gotta, um, I was like, yeah, it works. I said, you, it'll be a lot faster too. If you put it over instrumental and you make it rhyme, I wasn't telling the person to rap, but I was, th- I was saying, it was like, wow. I said, cause the rhyme, the rhyme puts the repetition in your head for to memorize it, right? Putting it over the beat activates your melanin, right? Your you your um inner ear melanin activates your inner ear melanin, and now words transmute through water, right? So if you ever did this experiment or whatever the case may be, you can speak into water and freeze it, and it'll give you certain crystals, positive energy. Now here's the thing: it's not the word itself; it's the energy that you put behind the word and the definition of how you understand the word and what your imagination gives what your imagination triggers to make your vocal energy come off a certain way it's it stores within the water so if you say bitch bitch can never be a positive energy you automatically have an association with the negative connection with bitch this is but this is why it creates a, a falsified perception because at the same time a woman can hear bitch from her homegirls or a homosexual man and it's not a problem but she can hear bitch from a heterosexual man or you know what I'm saying? A man who does like vagina or whatever, but doesn't, he can hit, she can hear bitch from, a, and it hits different. It makes the quote unquote blood boil because it affects the water of the blood, right? Because our words are affecting our water, right? That's the power of understanding it. So when I was saying that, it's like, yeah, because now it's programming into the liquid of your, your inner ear melanin, the liquid of your body, and it's your entire aqueduct system which is your blood, your um, blood system, your aqueduct system is now being transmuted to shift within the frequency of the words that you're speaking and hearing on a regular basis, right? So when I was explaining to her, like, yeah, you have to, you can say it and utter it, but as I, if you put music over it and if you, you know, internalize those words and they're your words, it hit different manifestations come. I was a hoe when I was between the ages of, I always talk about like 15 to 18 and I was that hoe because I was rapping about hoe shit. I had a lot of bitches in my songs. Not in the disrespect of, like, in a way that like, I was calling them bitches in my song. I was just saying I was getting bitches. Like, every song was about getting some pussy, fucking getting a number, meeting a chick, blah, 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 blah. And I did not know that I was literally programming myself to be the mat. Programming myself to have good conversation with me. Programming myself to this. I already had the skill set. But then the music, I would make songs where I just kept saying shit, freestyles, and I would put the energy into it. Because... What makes the word powerful is the energy, not the word itself. This is the power of language. Language is supposed to be used so you can understand the energy of sound. 
all of this vocabulary, the words are cool, but it's understanding the energy of sound. This is why if you've ever heard my jam sessions, I use specific words strategically. When I'm doing this podcast and I'm in my bag, I'm just flowing. I may not use that, but I use specific words strategically, specifically, because I know that when you read them, when you hear them, when you say them, it's going to trigger you a certain way. You feel me? And that's what I need. So like when I was when I was saying, if you want to manifest faster and, you know, they say, was saying listening to the music or whatever the case may be so the sister was saying my bad i kind of got off so the sister was saying she was like yeah you know and i'm gonna throw a little cuss word in it for um just for some seasoning and she laughed about it i said please do i said you know the good book says come as you are it doesn't mean it doesn't that's not applying to how you're dressed it's applying to what your soul naturally is like motherfuckers be like and this was something i had to come to terms with when I, i'm gonna tell y'all i'm gonna tell y'all some real spill right now my life got better when I was honest with my deities. They know you lying. They know you fucking lying. When I say the the comfort of profane profundity, like I'm not going to say that I'm a pioneer of this shit, but the way in which the podcast scape is right now, that's my template. I don't care what nobody says. You had to be here. You had to be here when I was doing my YouTube shit. When this shit was raw, when I was living in Philly, like this, this, this before all of this shit happened, when I just had so far one, you had to be there. You had to be there. And my YouTube is still up and you can see I go all the way back to 2017 where I'm doing what the people are doing now. You feel me? The in the in the videos, I kept music playing on the low. What do they do now? Reels. They give you certain clips with reels. I started that shit. There's like you you not you can't take that from even though nobody knew who I was I kept it under wraps or whatever they stole like social media stole my template that is powerful as fuck because I and I did that out of authenticity now people are doing it out of the guise of being content creators and influencers. Everybody's sitting on their couch. Everybody's getting the one shot where it's just them and they're just giving the information. And not looking at the camera, they're looking off. That was seen, bro. That was seen. That was me. That was my shit. And I, I was doing that in 2017. It's 2023 now. Come on, I'm way ahead of this shit. But the reason why I'm saying that, it was a, you know, horn tutor. But the reason why I'm largely saying that is because in that, and being honest with myself and my deities, you feel me? It helped me get back to the source faster. And when I was young, I would always wonder, like, like, how come bad shit happens in my life? Or how come certain shit happens in my life? But when I'm praying for this and I'm talking about this, it's because you're lying when you're praying. Prayer is how you speak and connect with your deities. I couldn't be in one breath like this is profane, profane. Like literally, y'all, this is how I am on a regular basis. I'm around this with everybody except my mama. Only reason why I'm like this, not like this around my mama is because it's the profanity part, but I'm like this around my mama still. You feel me? Everybody else? Oh, y'all going to get the profanity too. Like, but my mama don't get the profanity out of, you know, the respect of, you know, how shit goes. Me and my pop, we talk this way too. Like everybody that I talk to gets me like this. And they're like, why don't you, you know, now there's still people who say, oh, I can't listen because this is why the people who can get through the profanity can fuck with it because you can see the authenticity in it. But it was with the book saying, come as you are. And as a shorty was saying, she was like, I'm going to throw some cussing. Please do. That's what I was meaning with that.
you live a life every single day. Who you are in your idol, when you stump your tongue, you're like, fuck, that's you. Who you are when you drop something and then you, oh, that's who you are. That's who you need to go to your deity as. We go to, we get our Sunday's best. We get dressed and all of a sudden, like, I used to do the shit when I used to pray. Like, motherfuckers be like, yo, why don't you? I don't pray no more. I just meditate. They be like, why don't you pray no more? Because I talk enough. I stopped having to pray when I intentionally spoke. I make sure every day that I speak is a prayer. Every time I open my mouth, I'm praying. Every time I'm opening my mouth, I am praying because what is happening, I am sending something powerful up to the universe that I need to keep my life in a certain space. So every word that I choose, every time I utter my mouth, it has to be something that I can set up. So it's a prayer because you're speaking it, right? So now I had to be intentional because it's like, I remember praying like, no bullshit. When it finally fucking hit me, it was after I left religion and shit, but I was dwelling on when I was in a religion. I used to pray. I'm like, yo, why didn't my life ever work out the way I wanted it to? And I prayed. They kept telling me prayer works because how did I pray? Dear Father, I come as your humbly servant. I know that I haven't been doing right and things are just this. And I'm trying to be all passive and begging and shit. It's like, nah, I don't. I don't. When I'm talking to my guides, I'm like, yo, bro, hey, look, man, this some crazy shit, yo. Because you, they, you feel me? If we're going to give them the credit and say they watching us all the time, motherfucker, they know what the fuck we do. They know we be fucking. They know we be doing all kind of other shit. They know what the fuck we do. So when I come to them, I'm going to act like I don't do the shit. No. Once I started doing that, things manifested themselves in an honest way for me because I was authentically myself. The reason why I said that part and I used the podcast shit is because when you're the originator of some shit, it hits different than when you're the duplicator of it. The duplicators don't know the reason why that shit is like everybody in the podcast. Get like you remember there was a time where you had to be professional celebrities. All the shit would not use profanity and shit. Now everybody's having these conversations where they just comfortable talking and cussing. That is my shit, bro. That is my shit. This is a different level of, of understanding for me because I'm getting passionate about it because it's like, damn, here I am all of this time thinking that. Like, cause I was so busy playing the back, working my shit, and like I'm being copied, emulated. You feel me? Emulated. Like this is not. I'm not like you had to be there to know what I'm talking about. You had to be there to know what I'm talking about. And the fact that the proof is still up, my my whole YouTube channel is still popping, still up, still running, still same template. But I did it first on some Soldier Boy type shit. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, and I tie this all in, is because when I did it, I had to realize I have to be my authentic self. That's why y'all still fuck with me. That's why the transition was smooth and everything. A lot of these people aren't being their authentic self. This is why when they have their conversations in their episodes, it's the same topic. This is why y'all, we can talk about everything, anything, because that's what they didn't include in the episode. That's what they didn't include and what they duplicated. You feel me? Some people are only staying in certain ways, but all of these motherfuckers, some of these motherfuckers, I ain't even gonna hold you. They're still in my content damn near verbatim. I'm like, bruh, I don't even remember when I said that, but I know I said that. <laughs> this is the power of what happens when you don't understand the reality of a God and a devil. I enlightened, I created something that set up a template of life, right? Everybody saw the light and emulated the light, but never understood the darkness that made the light visible. So now while everybody's doing what I'm doing, now I'm on to something else now. 
there's no need there's no need for me to do it i've come to realize that one of my purposes in the world and this is coming as you are this is a part of coming as you are and then respecting the god and the devil and your deities and understanding the source and it's like there's no good or bad these niggas is equal in my world because i'm equal in my world like I'm, how i speak to the to the devil side is the same way the same way i speak to the god side because i understand the source is just the duality of that shit I don't think we get that. We talk about returning back to the source and think that source is only a singular thing. You feel me? So like I said, once I started doing that, that's when the real realizations came in. My imagination could see certain shit. You know, as a Christian, man, when people be saying, yo, you, I, I learned fast, whatever. But as a Christian, man, there was things that I could not see. My imagination would not let me see it solely because I was a Christian. I would literally ignore shit because it wasn't in alignment with that. But then once I put that shit down and I dabbled in some of the shit that I would kept ignoring, I was like, wow, I learned something so much faster than this. Like making the connections between the I Ching and the codons and uh and chemistry. I mean, well, yeah, it is in chemistry too, but mainly biology and DNA. Knowing that and being able to make that connecting piece, I have to walk both light and dark. You see what I'm saying? Like people don't get like you. We we talk about, you know, the darkness and we think that it's like, okay, we, what happens when you do it? Like, okay, cool. Now you're seeing somebody in physical in the real time. Like, it was going, I'm, I'm up there. I see those places and I'm just like, I'm, I'm not tripping too much. And I'm not tripping too much because it's like, I understand all of this shit that's going on. So nothing scares me anymore. So now I can pull down whatever the fuck I want to. That's how I can get masculine. That's how I can get hit in the raw. That's why I can get all these things because my imagination was so potent and so vivid that nothing was not seen in my head. Which ultimately leads to what I was saying through the whole theme of this. You need light to understand darkness. You need darkness to understand the light. But because we come to it as children, we can't even see beyond the fantasy. All we think about is seeing gods, angels, and devils. We think about humans with wings and seraphims and wings that cover their faces and motherfuckers with pitchforks and shit. That's literally all we see till we break the fantasy. And then we can start to see everything else and we can realize our imagination is what's controlled. My imagination is so intact. I don't even have visual. I don't even have like characters of demons and shit, dark forces. Like that. I don't even look at shit like that. I look at the forces, what it needs to be looked at. When I do my meditations, when I go into my deep meditations and get the messages that I need to have 99.8% of these podcast episodes are downloads. They're messages. I got these shits from somewhere. But I got these shits from this perspective of being open to the source and allowing the source to be in and not directing the source to only be good, only be bad. You feel me? Just come through. And now everything that needs to be said and given, now I can filter it the right way because the imagination is there to bridge the spirituality to come into the uh, physical the right way when I have to give it. Because now there's no duality. I don't have to look at it, oh, this is a bad thing I've said. This is a good thing I said. No, this is something that I said in relation to what the fuck we talk about. You feel me? So when I talk about the balances that I have and shit, it's because my imagination is there because I don't pick a side of God and devil. Both of these motherfuckers is active. Y'all are here. You feel me? And I understand the purpose of y'all being here and what it means for that. That God is the light. The devil is the darkness, and I'm supposed to use both of them together. You would not understand the darkness without the light. You would not understand the light without the darkness. You feel me? So like I said, once I got that and then I started using that, my manifestations changed. I was no longer lying to myself. Yes, you're lying to yourself when you spend six days running the streets doing crazy shit and you try to come into church on Sunday thinking things are going to be good, and that's the prayer that's going to be answered. That's why people are like, your prayer work. No, it don't. Prayer work conditionally. Prayer works when you speak a certain way. 
prayer works when you speak as yourself. Motherfuckers don't pray the same way. They don't pray like they talk. Not the real devout motherfuckers. They don't pray like they talk. I know because you got to put up, because most religious people don't come to you to converse. They come to you convert. So they're trying to put on a show to make you feel like, to, to bring you into their religion. You feel me? I always meet people like, yo, you are, you you must be a church boy. You must be this. Why? Because you're just a good person. No. <laughs> I don't fuck with churches, but I'm a good person because I understand all realities of life. And all realities of life sit within both dualities of life. No, I'm saying differently. All realities of life sit within duality of life of life. So if you don't understand the duality, you'll never get both sides. And you'll never truly, truly, truly understand what it is to be yourself. Because this is one of the realities of what this whole episode was about. When you understand both the God and the devil, that's when you finally see you. You'll never really see who you are and know who you are until you can embrace your dark side. Because again, the light side is your known knowns and your known unknowns. Your darkness is your unknown knowns and your unknown unknowns. You can use your knowns to figure out your unknowns. All you have to do is start to dabble and, you know, bridge the gaps. This is one of the things how I was saying, the codons and then the I Ching and then the human design and then astrology with the stars and then Yahweh creating the image. How do y'all think I'm able to do that shit? My imagination is very expansive and it's vivid because of all of the information that I've accumulated over years by being able to walk through both the light and the dark. So whenever something presents itself, I don't see it as either light or dark, but I can use either light or dark to understand it. That's the power of all of this shit. But they give you all of this shit to make you a child. So you only see it from a fantasy's perspective. Oh, he walked on water, turned water to wine. Oh, Muhammad couldn't read. His favorite color was green. It's a stupid shit that entertains a child not the actual allegory that's supposed to educate the adult. And it's in the lack of the education of the adult that they stay a child forever. That's why it's like, I never understood. Like, I would hear the eldest, yo, we children of God. I'm a grown ass man. I ain't no child no more. <laughs> I'm a God, nigga. The fuck you mean? But the moment you accept that, this is something that I had to learn dealing with the woke community. The moment you accept that, you automatically invite the, the, the duality by default. So when you start to call yourself a God, you open the door to be a devil. And something that I've noticed with a lot of the people, oh, we give the white man back his religion, blah, blah, blah. They never detox and actually understood spirituality the right way. So they came into the conscious shit as the devil. That's all. And they were calling themselves the God because they had been oppressed. Oh, I'm not a nigga. I'm a God. And this, that, and the third. Like, that's a shock treatment because you got to figure out. You don't even. Niggas was. Niggas is Caucasian. Niggas is white people's best creation. That's the only thing they've ever created. Niggas. Think about that. White people created niggas. And niggas is the only thing that white people created. But in creating niggas, you made niggas believe in a God. And so when people are trying to give, you know, get a white man back his religion and all this other goofy shit that they keep saying and shit, they're not understanding that. You have to understand it before you give it back. Don't just give him the religion back for the sake of the oppression. Give it back after you understand why he gave it to you in the first fucking place. 
Because the reason why he gave it to you in the first fucking place is the reason why you don't understand the difference between a God and the devil. More so why you follow the God that your enemy gave you and you avoid the God that is within you because you know that the God of your enemy is your devil. So now when we look at how Haiti got free, they picked up the devil. You feel me? And the devil was the opposition to the light that was being forced upon them. That's not our light. That's y'all light. You feel me? And now everybody want to call Haiti crazy, crazy and shit. Motherfuckers think voodoo and all of this shit. A lot of the shit that I've learned that they told me was demonic was the shit that connected me back to nature. How the fuck is nature demonic? It's darkness. It's the, but nature is where the unknown knowns and the unknown unknowns are. Makes sense. I get you. This is why the devil is in the details. And God is in the silence. Because in order for the darkness... In order for you to understand the darkness, you're going to need the details of the darkness and you're going to have to make do with those. Illuminate the details of the darkness to understand it. You feel me? But God is in the silence because you have to figure out where the noise is at. That's what light is about. That's what the light is about. You feel me? That's where you have to filter out the noise, filter out the clutter. That's where you have to see. So you have to shut the fuck up. You got to be quiet and silence to understand God, but you have to ask questions in darkness to understand the devil. But you have to utilize both in synchronicity to understand the one. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala Cafe Clothing. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go ahead and end it there. And as deities, gods and devils. And this episode, I didn't want to, I dove deep, but I didn't want to dive as deep as I could because this is the season finale. So when we come back from season 10, I've been telling y'all since the beginning of season nine, or even season eight, I think, uh, into season eight and shit, I was like, y'all, the cat, the mask is off, the, the, the cap is off, everything is off. Like, you're going to see, like, everything. Just be ready. Have your paper, your pencils, you know, your phones. Like, we in such a dope era that I can give y'all this information in real time and y'all can research it while I'm talking about it. If you choose not to, that's totally up to you. But the learning curve is completely obliterated now. You feel me? And so when I come back seasons 10 through 12, things are going to be bigger. Things are going to be different. I don't have to. I, I don't like... That's why I wanted to segue this episode. So now when I talk about, you know, God, when I talk about like, this is why I, I talk about it so comfortably. You feel me? I've I've learned, like, you go through the tree of life, you understand what it is to get back to the source. And then you realize, yo, I'm y'all. Like, when I pray, when I talk, like, I don't go into meditations on no crazy, no, like, this is how I enter my meditation. Hey, yo, what up? You feel me? I, I give my 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 blessings and shit. You feel me? Thanks. I give you know peace to the to the guys, to the ancestors, and all of that shit. I do that shit, but it ain't like no. I don't do it like I'm performing. They know what the fuck I am. <laughs> they know how I am. They know how I get down. I know who I am. I know who I get. So when I go to the source or whatever the case may be, I gotta come as myself. 
that's how I'm supposed to be. If, you know, however we're looking at it, it's like they know what's like source. No, I was, you know, born of like because if we look at the Bible and then we consider the verse that says um, for I knew you in a I knew I knew you in a I knew you before you formed in a womb. So you knew when I was forming that I was going to be in poverty. My pops was going to leave. You feel me? My mama was going to have to go through what she went through. Like, I was going to go through this. I was going to be uplifted, moved, and have to move here. Like, you knew all of this shit, so don't trip about who the fuck I am. You feel me? The other six days of life are important. That one day that you go to church or the mosque or whatever, that's cool. But the other six days are who you are. And that's who you need to, you know what I mean? So when I come into this space, like, a lot of people, be, it's just, it's, one of the reasons why a lot of people hate that my podcast is prof- got the profane part because they can't do it. That's really what it boils down to. A lot of people want to be able to cuss. A lot of people want to be able to talk like I talk. A lot of people, they have they feel performative because of the deity that they serve. They feel like, oh, my deity ain't going to let me into heaven if I did. Oh, I'm getting into heaven. I don't give a fuck how I talk. I don't give a fuck what I talk about. I'm getting into heaven if heaven is real. <laughs> you feel me? There's, you no. Ain't no way in hell you gonna deny me heaven. You feel me? And I get it. People, oh, cause but you, I don't, I don't care if I cuss. I don't care if I beat people up. I don't care if I go through, you know, whatever it is I go through. I helped. I change lives. I've lived my purpose. It doesn't matter how I lived. I lived it. I wrote so frail. I'm never going to hell. I created hitting and raw. I'm never going to hell. You feel me? One of my travelers, um, it. She just sent me a DM not too long ago and it touched me because it felt real good because sometimes you forget what you in this for. Sometimes you forget what you do it for. Sometimes you forget that you even done it. You feel what I'm saying? And so she's been, you know, rocking with me for some some of y'all. I don't even remember when we started fucking with each other, but we family now. So we've been here forever. But you feel me? She was like, she told me something very important. She was like, you know. I've watched your, she said, I just want to know what your transition is going to be. Basically, that's what it was. And I was like, I've been mulling over that for so long. She said, you know, basically, you could do talk shows, you can do comedy, you can do writing, you feel me? You could do music. She said, this one, you can do whatever you want to do and you'll be great at it. Like, and it was, it was a dope feeling to know because it was like, then she, you know, reminded me, she was like, yeah, you know, you helped me lose my first 20 pounds. And like, it was like 2020. I was like, damn. Damn, and I started thinking about the shit that I put out into the world, and I was like, yo, I really have helped people. I really have. I have people who have gone through the Master of the Market, complete the Master of the Market course and everything, done one-on-ones and shit. They in the market. They in the market eating off shit. They get to live their fucking life and do, like, they get to be around their family, their friends, like, all the time. And they're like, yo, I don't, I'm not working corporate no more. Like, I just play in the markets. It's fun now. It's like, I know, it's like... That means the world to me because I did it. I don't give a like. I got family, or whatever, who was you know saying, "Oh, you better get right for that." I don't have to get right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. They knew who I was, like whatever, whoever it is. If I find out, yo, you was wrong this whole time. Yahweh is real. Yahweh is real. And I meet Jesus and them. I'm still going. I'm still going because I'm like, even though you talk more shit than a little bit, you did fulfill your purpose. I be telling people that shit all the time. I tell them, no, I tell people that shit all the time. They was like, they was like, yo, I said, I tell them, I'm like, I get in the, I get into heaven before you do, and you go to hell before me, even though you go to church every day. How's that? Because I completed my purpose. Did you? 
Well, God got God didn't have to give me my purpose. I knew what my purpose was and I completed it because your purpose is on the other side of your pain. You feel me? I created all of the things I need to create for like, no, I've helped people get, think about, I've helped people get their health in order. I've helped people get out of poverty and I help people build the relationship within themselves. Not only just any, like our people, you feel what I'm saying? I can't go to hell for that. I can't go to hell for that. And if I'm not welcome in that heaven, then that's not my God. It's that simple. Because my ancestors, oh, we turning up. We turning up. When motherfucking, when me and my aunt, when when, when fucking Anubis take me to the, uh, to the feather, and I put my heart on that motherfucker, oh, yes. <laughs> my shit will be lighter than a heart. It will be lighter than a feather. Do you know why? And I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. It'll be lighter than a feather because I'm balanced. A pure heart is not a good heart. A pure heart is one that managed to walk the line and not be swayed or deterred either way. Now, you're going to go down a path and end up doing good shit. You're going to end up doing bad shit. But the point is, do you stay center? How long do you stay center? Because to stay center means that you are equally using both the light and the dark together through your entire path. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. They created so many systems to not allow us to embrace that again. You feel me? If we can't learn to embrace that again, we'll never achieve who we are. We'll just be children waiting for motherfuckers to do shit for us. You feel me? Our deities, whatever deities we choose to follow are the highest levels of our mind. They're forces of nature. Forces of nature that are within us that we are designed to tap into that we just don't. Because we have to wait until the afterlife or we have to wait for a motherfucker to give us permission to be. Nobody can do that for me anymore. And I don't have the fear that everybody else has of the consequences of shit. Me and my deities, we talk every day. We cool. The guys, the sources, whatever. The forces of nature that govern me, that guide me. We're cool. When we talk, it's what up, homie? Because you got to think about how you're supposed to listen. You have to listen to how you want your deities to speak back to you. Yes, my son. I think you should not. Like, not. Like, talk to me how I'm talking to you. When I get these messages and shit. Because this, I'm going to say this. I'm going to really, really wrap it up. (laughs) I know that I started to realize how my deity spoke to me. As my natural self, when the shit that I would listen to, I'll be chilling. And if it was some professional shit, like if it was like a voice that was, you know, oh, that was a forced voice. That wasn't me. That wasn't the deity that was, you know what I'm saying? But when it's on some shit, I do that shit. Or, and I don't know shit like that. Like, if it feels like me, then it's me. And then usually I say a good 90% of the time, I was right. And literally... I would be wrong when I went 90% of the time I was wrong when I went against the voice that sounded like the deity, what I thought the deity was supposed to sound like based off my imagination, rather than acknowledging the deity, acknowledging me based off of who I am. Cause I got to come as I am. So when shit happens fast for me, it's because I spoke directly to the deity. I didn't sugarcoat. I didn't cause who you are, like imagine, who you are when you ask for a manifestation is who you have to be for the manifestation to come. 
<laughs> I can't be I can't be a holier than thou motherfucker in the moment and know I'm not a holier than thou motherfucker and then think I'm gonna get my manifestation. Nah, you only gonna get it in the moment when you're holier than thou. <laughs> and you better hope that small window aligns with when the universe had to give it to you. Or you're gonna miss your opportunity. I don't like missing opportunities. Because every opportunity that comes to me, I know that I create it. I'm intentional with the actions that I do now because I know new people, new faces, new places. I know that whenever you involve yourself with somebody or whatever the case, like any new situation, there's an impression that's going to create a reverberation somehow. And when this shit comes back to me, I just got to figure out that it's going to be an opportunity that's going to work itself out in its favor. In order to do that, I have to be proactive instead of reactive. When shit happens to me, I don't be surprised anymore. That's crazy. I haven't been surprised in a long time because I knew things were going to happen. People are like, how did you just know? Because I created the shit. I told the shit to fucking happen. What you mean? Now it's just I don't have the exact details of what's going to happen when it happens, but I have a rough draft. And when that shit comes, I know what it is that I'm looking for. And now the details are what I have to extract because everything else is just already there because I already intended to do this. So then I became more intentional with the shit that I do, the people that involve myself with, the people that interact with. So my life goes the way it's supposed to go. When shit, quote unquote, doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, it went the way it was supposed to go. It went the way I made. That's how I'm able to pivot and learn. One of my homies, uh, my homegirl Tink, she was telling me, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, you're very adaptable. Yep. Yep. Because it doesn't take me long to see evil or good at the same time. When I see this time, because when you're able to see the God and the devil at the same time, the light and the darkness, you can pivot quick. You can see some bullshit a mile away. You feel me? When you only see good, you need to you need good to show you evil. When you can only see evil or the darkness, you need the light. You need darkness to show you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you can see both, it shows up at will. That's why it'd be funny. It'd be low-key funny when y'all be asking me, like, how do I know certain shit? I don't, how do y'all not know it? The information already been there. We've already been exposed to it. Did you pay attention or not? It wasn't that. Did you allow it into your imagination based off of your association with God and the devil? You feel me? Because if that's the case, then that's why shit is what it is. Your understanding of the God and devil ain't what it's supposed to be. And because you don't have proper understanding of the God and the devil as it relates to the source, you don't understand how it relates to you. Therefore, you pick the side and in picking the side. Seems like you can't win for losing. <laughs> it's crazy. Like people are like, yo, when you first get back into church and shit and all of that shit, you got to clean up. It ain't that you're cleaning up the message. You're creating a duality because you're just trying to stop being bad immediately. You don't worry like that. You never can stop being bad. You have to be good and bad. You have to realize that your interaction with people is going to catalyze whatever it's supposed to catalyze. I can be good at heart and catalyze a bad situation with a motherfucker. You feel me? My ex-girlfriend, I'm not 100%. I'm not mad at her at all anymore, to be honest with you. I don't. I don't. But I don't really think much about it outside of when the topic comes up that it fits within the podcast. Um, but in dealing in dealing with her, it was like, Yo, you didn't wrong me. We catalyze a fucked up relationship. And this is the aftermath. Now, the reason why that was important to understand is because now when I go into another relationship, I can't just blame the woman. It's like, nah, nigga, we, this is what we brought out of each other. So I have to see what the fuck we're bringing out of each other in the beginning. The shit was there. I already seen from the beginning we didn't bring no good out of each other. But we kept trying to force it because 
we were ignorant and didn't understand the dynamics of a relationship or anything like that. So I don't get mad and, you know, say, oh, yeah, she played me. She hurt me. She cheated on me. She did me wrong. <laughs> I did it first. I did it first. But then as I grew, I was like, man, this is how this is the relationship we made. I don't look at exes like that. I don't look at exes anymore in the negative. I'm like, Yo, this was the relationship that we made. And this is what came of it. Ain't no, ain't no harm, no foul. I can't get too mad at that shit. It's like, yo, because my part in this, it helped. Like, we we created this relationship. So whether it ended with you cheating on me or whatever the case may be, I ca- we catalyzed that out of each other. We catalyzed a life that the longer it went, this is what was going to happen either way. You feel me? You learn to see life better and you learn to appreciate life a little bit better when you learn to see the duality of shit and you start to see it instantly. Helps you heal faster. Helps you learn faster. Like, you feel me? I could be that kid who's hating his mom, making a podcast saying, you know, demanding that women be what my mama wasn't. Or I can understand the pain and say, yo, man, lady, you are an amazing motherfucker. Like, yo, you kept three kids together in poverty. You raised them alone. No assistance from the government. She refused to get on welfare. I think we had food stamps one time. And then after that, I don't know if it was pride or whatever, but... After that, it just wasn't the same. You feel me? But I have a different appreciation for her because I see both the God and the devil. I don't just see the God and say, this is what you were supposed to be. It's like there's a devil in you, too. And that devil is what helped you survive because the devil was the unknown. You were in a whole place. You didn't even know you were around nothing but the devil. You had to turn your light up on the inside. I ain't mad at you for that. I can't be mad at you for that. But that helps me look at my relationships differently. You feel me? Helps me look at my relationship differently because now I have to realize what is my contributing part to this. This is what's catalyzed. You feel what I'm saying? This is what's catalyzed. And these are the things that we bring out of each other, but only if we truly know our full dynamic of ourselves. If you want to only be the God in a situation where Christian relationships be, and well, religious relationships be fucked up as a whole because they come into it trying to be holier than now and good. And there's nothing but darkness is going to come into their world to make sure to test them because there's balance going to be made. So that's how that plays out. You feel me? But it's weird because all we have to do is understand it, but we're going to continually be taught not to understand it just so we can remain confused. But that's all I got. Go kiss your babies. And this is the end of season nine for the um, profane profundity. But go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables and pay attention to the innocence of a child. The moment that child loses the innocence, it's on you to help them regain it because they have to get their objectivity back. But that is the first quest to knowing. Once you lose your innocence, it's because you have picked the side. Either life is good or life is bad or however you're going to look at it. You pick the side and you're going to stay in that space. Your entire life is going to be patterned on that if you don't learn how to bring it back. You feel me? You got to make sure our children know how to keep their innocence. And we got to make sure we don't take the innocence away from them because we try to dictate and predicate our beliefs and impose our beliefs on them. And we don't even understand what it is we believe. That's indoctrination, and that's how slavery and subservience continues. We have to stop that with our babies because they are the future. And if we can keep them open long enough, they can change the world in the next generation. Should we choose to do that for them? But they need to understand the difference between the God and the devil. They understand the similarities and how they relate to bring them back to the source, which means you as a parent need to understand it as well, too. So that way they're not running around the world trying to pick up a side or studying and just believing things. They're able to really walk the path of understanding to reach the point of finding the truth that exists between polarities. Well, opposing polarities. All right. Our babies need that. We owe that to them. 
specifically our black babies, because we never had that. You feel me? And it's on us to restore that. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Make sure they go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And I will see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom as always. I'm out.